On this episode of Downtime Talks, we talk all things Star Wars. We talk new movie, Mandalorian, old movies, video games, all of it. Sweet. Let's go, boys. Two. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Downtime Talks. I'm your host, The Juice. With me today is one Mitch and one Kelly. How are you boys doing today? Doing good, bud. How are you doing? I'm great. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful day as always. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Um, so, gentlemen, I was thinking we talk a little uh, Star Wars today. How's that sound? Hey, good stuff. Peachy. Sounds it's beautiful. It's right, wonderful. So, uh, to start us off, you know, um, don't worry if you're listening and you haven't seen either The Mandalorian or Episode 9. We'll give you spoiler alerts before we dive into those topics. But just as of right now, what's one of your favorite little moments in each trilogy? Uh, so for me, I think uh, when, when it comes to like the original trilogy, just how the time period that, you know, the movies were, were made in, you can see it now that, you know, it's, it's, it's a little silly to look at, you know, some of the flaws in those, in those movies, but I think it just gives it a little bit of a, like its own charm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little goofy, but you know, we, we all like a little cheese here and there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, for me, something in the original trilogy, uh, is I just love like, I don't know, I'm big on like character arcs and I love Luke's transformation from like the whiny little kid that he is into a kind of a, a somber, you know, man. Like I've always enjoyed that. You can really see his, his personal transformation through each movie. Um, yeah. And uh, you go, you go from, but I was going to talk to <laughs> some power. Converters. Power converters. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Look inside yourself, father. Yeah. You, I know there's good in you. Oh, like, God. Yep. Like, like a thug. So, like a thug is right. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, like that's what I've always loved there, for sure. Um, For me, this goes across all of them. Just John Williams, man. Oh, yeah. The music. <laughs> I still get chills oh. in episode uh, four when it's the dual sunset mm-hmm. scene. I get right. chills every time. Yep. It's it's the best. The fight with Darth Maul. I mean, y- oh. you can't beat that. No. That no. intro, that fight is just breathtaking. Yep. For sure. I think the best, that's part of the best part of the, uh, of the prequels is the lightsaber. Yeah. Stuff the, that the, they do. the fight choreography Ooh, really? is unreal through all three of them. They they held nothing back when it came to those choreographing those lightsaber duels. Yeah, that was that was it was amazing. Like even just Yoda fighting uh, like Count Dooku for oh so good that brief moment. Yeah, that's actually like something else I like is in two and three when Yoda fights when he fights Dooku in two and he fights. Palp and three, 
like how both of those there's some lightsaber doing, but there's also just some like force doing, like you know when oh, like for- when Dooku pulls down the rocks from the ceiling on Geonosis, and when like Palp is hucking like the little Senate chair disc things, like all that is just yeah. so awesome. I love it. It's so point. It is yeah, absolutely. It is yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed like what they did with all of that. Um, I enjoy if you kind of look at it like you can definitely tell um, George Lucas was like, Hey, fall of the Roman Republic. Let me copy your homework. And they were like, <laughs> you just don't make it too obvious. So we added yeah. space, you know, <laughs> alien chicks. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, another thing I love about star Wars is like, whoever's like the saltiest, most like experienced person and like has just like you're like wow what a life they have nothing on r2d2 nc oh that those boys been through they've been through the ringer man yes yes they have they've seen (laughs) a lot a lot holy cow r2d2 man (laughs) how is how has he just not been like Anytime C3PO's a whiny bitch in the uh, in the originals, like, yeah, well, you're the person who made you is Darth Vader, so <laughs> <laughs> like just flex on him real hard, yeah. <laughs> but I love uh, love R2 when I was a kid, he was probably my favorite character because I could kind of identify with him, you know, when I was like really mm-hmm. little, um, because it's like, oh, he's always there just kind of helps out he's little um very he's useful. such a key essential character that's is almost unnoticed for a majority of the movie yeah for sure oh for sure for sure but he always plays major key roles mm-hmm. um they emphasize that a little more in clone wars like all the shit he did yeah yeah there's that yeah, one arc I- where like all the droids go on like their little mission too i forgot about that yeah all oh, the yeah. it was a bunch of r2 droids wasn't it yeah yeah like yeah r2 style yeah. um and then there's that it's that small they find gregor yeah that's right which is awesome so um thing you guys like so, have you guys both seen Clone Wars? I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Have you both seen Rebels? I've, I've not seen Rebels. Yeah, I've only seen not enough like to... four or five episodes of Rebels. Okay. Yeah, not enough to be able to like really dig into it yeah. in an intellectual conversation. No, it's it's fine. It's just uh, there's some. Uh, some key things in there. Yeah. Um, um, but so we'll talk a little Clone Wars. Um, Happily. I really enjoyed that series. I did. Um, the movie, Star Wars Clone Wars movie, is very bad. Yes. Um, the series, very good. Mm-hmm. I love it, though. It's so, yeah. I love that movie. It's so just, awful, but it's so great. Is that so? The movie's the one where, like, the the droids have like the shield up and they're trying to to get it down, right? 
Yeah. Like Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that, but no, just, I, I do love all the Clone Wars and like one thing, and I'm sure, you know, like both of you guys realize this too, but like how the movie and the first like two seasons are all pretty, like you can tell like it was a show on Cartoon Network. Right. And it was like kind of geared towards kids. But then after that, like, it gets like it gets dark, dark and gritty and like fucking real and I love it so much. So Dude. good. General Krell arc. Such a dick. For real. That guy's a dick. But like that whole arc <laughs> where it's like it takes out literally any main Star Wars character from the movies that you would know. Mm-hmm. And it just puts in clones man it's just the boys and their dickhead ceo yeah exactly yep which can relate fucking big time (laughs) 10 out of 10 fucking suck that shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck Uh, how do i frag this motherfucker without a frag how do i do this (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, I love that series for sure. Um, yeah, another thing I like I like how they portray like <laughs> like you know the longer droids are are, are around, not the droid army, but like R two and C three PO. Like the more a droid like that is around, it starts developing its own little personality. Yeah. I like how they kind of showed that with the clones too. Oh yeah, dude! Everything with the clones, like all the boys in the five hundred first, like. Yeah. Like, bro, just that episode with 99 oh, alone. Oh, oh, that broke my heart. Oh, that's like one Dude, of the, and like, then, oh, most painful, most painful Star Wars. Do you want to know why it's so painful? It's because they show you how awesome he was to all of Domino Squad. Yeah. They Which just, Domino Squad, well, talk about painful endings. Yo, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You think you think there's any happy endings here? You think this ends well? <laughs> no. It does oh, not. Man. It does not. I think fives hits me the hardest. Don't even don't even talk about it. Just don't even talk about it. We have to talk no. about it. I gotta go there. All right, go there. <laughs> oh, we digging up some painful <laughs> like, memories. Because the thing is, is like he's so close to revealing the truth about everything and then that son of a bitch fox screws everything up like he always does Mm -hmm. boom headshot commander fox is the worst biggest cuck in the history of cuckery that's big facts right there um another side note badass clone i thought it was commander fox for a second because he's wearing that same armor but it's not it's the guy on the platform with the chain um with the chain gun and he's just yeah he yells for the republic and just gets gets swarmed in the end yeah. and i'm like oh yeah yeah speaking of chain guns you would have expected more clones to have had those for real considering you know the fucking firepower yeah. that comes with them. yep <laughs> <coughs> Um, but yeah, when I rewatched all of those, like just start to finish in the matter leading up before the new movie, 
like you I, it's just like the animation style even changes a little bit it's a little mm-hmm. more boxy in the first two seasons and then it rounds out a little more yeah when when the budget isn't, isn't as high as it was at the end yeah 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 um, dude i like who they got to play each character too mm-hmm. because i feel like it was pretty close to the the movies the movies yeah like, the guy who plays obi-wan yeah, it's like oh, he he does a really good job. He great job. Yeah, I had a tough time for a while. Like, it took me like a few episodes to realize that it wasn't you and McGregor. Like, it's when he yells. Yeah, you. No. yeah. Speaking um, of uh, like an older Star Wars, what are you guys thinking about? What do you guys think about the whole Old Republic series or trilogy? Um, I'm hoping we get something. Yeah, I hope we get something like that because that's they haven't done anything really pre like that. And I know they still have two major gaps in time that they can work with. Yeah, like between three and four and six and uh, seven. Yeah. So, which is we're getting we we already have a great another great Star Wars show um, that I'm happy with, but we'll get to that in a second. The, uh, yeah. the old Republic show that they were gonna do or had talked about—that was the one that was supposed to be like D and D from Game of Thrones, right? But then they yeah, backed but... out. No, yeah, I think I think uh, Disney was like, "Nope, you guys screwed up the last season." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then HB, and then they tried to come crawling back to HBO for the uh, Game of Thrones Targaryen series that they're gonna do. And they got apparently. shut out of that. And. HBO was like, nope. <laughs> and so they now, had such a good thing going for oh, them. Man. And they just they dropped just it. Killed it. Well, that's what happens when you're a lazy ass hat. So, yeah. Um, but that's just, I'm, I'm really glad to see that. Um, actually, uh, the, uh, yeah, I'd really go ahead. I'd really like to see, you know, like Old Republic, you know, Sith Empire oh, yeah. and the actual Republic, like duking it out in space, the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah. They've got so much to work with in that mm-hmm. time frame. And yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's uh, an untapped well that I think either they're holding off on it because they, you know, they want to make sure they do it right, or they're just like you know focusing on the now. Do you know what I would like to see? In all honesty, I'd like to see because from things that I've read and seen, like the Sith kind of like could have really won, but they kind of got in their own way, and that's why the rule of two was made. I'd really like yeah. to see like why that is, and like oh, like getting to like some of the old legend stuff. Yeah, dude, because they haven't. Some of it's canon and some of it's legends. I think pretty much everything that used to be legends, I think, is like no longer canon now. Like all well, the so books. They took so they could still basically sell stuff and say, like, oh, that's legends and this is canon. Mm. That's what they did. Okay. Gotcha. But if they take from the legend source material, which there's a lot of, especially for that t- like that time frame. It's really good. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It is. 
the the amount of just chaos that was going on throughout just the Sith Empire in and of itself, the amount of betrayal and infighting that was going on. God, you're looking at you're looking at like a seven series show on like one dude. Can you imagine? Oh, go ahead, Kev. Sorry. Oh, sorry, man. Um, I think it's interesting because it shows like that pendulum swing of like it goes from dark to light and then it goes back to dark. And it's like trying to get it stop in the middle is always going to be kind of there's give and take and push and pull to all of it. And I kind of like how that's they're always striving for balance, which if you want to argue. Um, two Sith and two Jedi is pretty balanced. Yeah. What so, do you mean Anakin needs to kill all the Sith and bring balance <laughs> to the Force? Because there can only be the light side of the Force. Which I I, I was really happy with that um, Clone Wars thing that they showed with the mother, the uh-huh. son, and the daughter. Or the father, yeah. the daughter. Yeah. Do you remember those episodes, Mitch? I do. Yeah. Yeah, th- no, those are good episodes. Because it shows you like what they meant with that. Mm-hmm. And that's about the same time that Ahsoka starts like questioning, questioning the Jedi, and, and if he's like holding her back. Yeah, well, and also the Jedi just in general. That's true. Yeah, yeah. God, she was such a good character. She was. Her voice is in the new one. Yeah. That was like the one that like stood out like most clearly to me. That and Qui Gon. Qui Gon was was the one I heard most. Yeah. Gavin. You also heard Mace Windu, so. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. You can't miss that light voice. side of the force, motherfucker. Do you use it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking cis in this motherfucking galaxy. Jesus. Um, but for sure, that's that's a whole lot of uh, good untapped potential <laughs> that they have. Yeah, I agree. Can you imagine a movie about just like young Palp and like when he was like apprenticed to Darth, Darth Plagueis? Darth Plagueis and him? That'd be sick. Oh, oh my god. Um, Wild. Okay, uh, spoiler alert. If you have not seen the new movie, we are going to talk about that right now. So, fuck. Mitch, <laughs> you tell me first, and then Kelly, I want you to go after Mitch, because I think you want, you're going to want to hear Mitch first. All right. I fucking hated that movie so fucking much. <laughs> I was so, like, I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but holy shit, they fucked that pig fucking raw, and they fucked it bad. Jesus Christ. Before you expand, did you like 7 or 8? I liked 7. 7 gave us that nice, like, okay, it's a new hope with new skins. You know, all right, Mm -hmm. cool. They can go in a different direction from here. Whatever. 8? I didn't like that. There was a lot of it that literally could have just been solved with the simple phrase, there's possibly a spy in the in the rebellion 
So I can't just divulge information. It literally, a majority of the issues characters were having could have been solved with that one fucking sentence. Yep. True. Oh, this movie was so fucking bad. Oh, it was so bad. Why is it bad in your opinion? Well, the first look that we have is Ray uh, of Ray is her floating in the fucking air, fucking circling rocks all around her, doing all this fun shit, right? Okay, yep. she's practicing the Force. Leia's teaching her the ways of the Force. All right, we can assume she's a Skywalker. Luke probably taught her some stuff very well. But she's not, like, training her like Yoda was training Luke, like, observing her and trying to be like, look, what's going on? You know, like, this is how we can work together in this. And I understand, you know, you got to train on your own and develop your own fucking way. You know, this is the way and fucking shit. <laughs> But she's just levitating in the air. There's, like, you can use the force to, like, enhance a jump and do all this other shit and levitate stuff. But how is levitating yourself doing anything for you? Like, is that put you more into the force? Okay, we're done with that. We fucking move on to uh, them having to find this fucking crystal, right? To fucking find where Palpatine's at. Okay. Basically a holocron. Yeah, it's a holocron, but it's a GPS coordinate. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, Palpatine, it, like, exposes himself to the fucking galaxy, right? He has two of these things made. He didn't have to do that at all. He didn't have to let anybody know that he was there, which is his ultimate downfall because now everyone figures out we got to go and figure out where the fuck Palpatine is to defeat him. And guess what they do? They figure out where he was. He could have just talked to Kylo Ren alone, fucking had him come, showed him all this stuff, sent him back out and got all those fucking world destroying fucking ships out and like, you know, did his big old flex. But no, he exposes himself to the galaxy. This fucking mastermind, this mastermind who ruled the galaxy, took over the Senate and started an empire. His biggest mistake was literally told in the yellow credits at the beginning of the movie. Like, so we're already off to a bad start. Nothing is looking up. You know, it's it's just, it's. Uh, I'm 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 gonna stop right there because the rant's gonna go on forever. I'll let I'll let one of you boys take over. Uh, Kelly, let's hear from uh, let's hear from you, man. So. I like the way I see it is and and I think like after Last Jedi so okay so Force Awakens like in the context of Star Wars as a whole like I thought just it great and like it was just like you know felt like Star Wars was back and like I was like it left like so many possibilities open to like so many things that could happen and blah 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 and then Last Jedi just came in like you know obviously just ruined that just you know, Flash Jedi is like one of the worst movies ever made for a lot of reasons. And like, again, like Mitch, like I won't even get started down that road because four and a half hours from now, I will probably like take my first breath. So, um, <laughs> so this Rise of Skywalker, like I came into this with, um, on like lower expectations because 
that was another thing that was painful about Last Jedi is that after Force Awakens, I had like such high expectations for Last Jedi. But anyway, so I went with like pretty low expectations, and I like very much I got in the mindset before to like only look at it like within the context of this trilogy, and that like helped a lot because I like because I like I liked it. I thought it was good, and I thought like it was like fitting for this trilogy, and like that's just how I have to look at the sequels now. Like they're just their own thing and like despite having like similar characters and stuff like i just kind of have to like pretend that it's like that it's just like a different luke skywalker and like a different han solo like yeah you know what i mean like i just kind of have to pretend that it's not multiverse theory yeah yeah this is exactly right universe um and so because of that like because i looked at it like that like I enjoyed it, and I know there were a few parts that I thought were, like, right, just, like, kind of the whole movie I thought was, like, a little rush in general, but that, that was also because, you know, half the movie was spent, like, fixing all the mistakes that Ryan Johnson made in Last Jedi and, like, righting all For those sure. wrongs, right? Like, I mean, there were so many things that were just, like, explicitly, like, here's J.J. Abrams fixing a problem that Ryan Johnson created in Last Jedi. Like, right off the bat, when Kylo is talking to Palpatine, and you can, like, see the, like, dead Snoke body in, like, the tomb, and, like, how Palpatine's like, I created Snoke, and, like, all this stuff, like, you know, and the, like, Leia says something about, like, the lightsaber, and, like, how they, you know, fix the lightsaber, and all this stuff, and, like, you know, I mean, just, there were so many things that were just explicitly done to like right those wrongs and so i think there was there just had to be so much time devoted to that um that it kind of like took away from some other things that maybe could have been explored in depth but like overall like i I liked it i thought i mean like even if you look at last jedi like there's still like parts in last jedi that are so like crazy awesome like the some of like the force powers or like some of the you know, and like same with Rise of most Skywalker. The, most like, the most the Ray and Kylo scenes in The Last Jedi are decent. Yeah, they were like wild. Like just like I remember, I thought that was so cool, like exploring the Force and like that thing, or in, you know, in that that way. Rise of Skywalker with like the how like material objects could like carry through with that. I was a little eh about that, but again, like I just have very much compartmentalized this whole trilogy away from the rest of star Wars. And that helps. That makes me like it all a lot more, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's what I've had to do. Can we agree that that whole healing shit is that the bullshit? Left? Can we agree on that? That force healing oh, shit that they did. Like, that's past bull- their life been, energy. That's been in, uh, other, other things. Than movies, that's true. Yeah. I was pretty neutral but on that. The the way that they worked it, like so so for example, to get better at something, you got to practice it, right? That even goes with you know using the force. That's why Luke spent all that mm-hmm. time on Dagobah practicing I his agree. ability. How many motherfuckers had to get hurt for Ray to be able to like heal the wounds of a giant snake worm monster. Probably a lot, but they do say that there's a fair amount of time in between 8 and 9, though. 
it's supposed to be like two years have passed. Like two of our. I I'm I'm just upset with that. With 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 so, this movie, they've even alluded to it in the in the prequels, and I think her being a Palpatine is what causes that because Palpatine learned from Darth Plagueis, correct? Mm-hmm. And they've yeah. they've always framed Ray, and I think them saying that she's a Palpatine explains the why. They've always framed Ray as like heads above most force users where they start out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she picks up a lightsaber and she knows what to do. Yeah. And that is which, true. And like, I think that's one thing which, that like, which now like at the beginning, most people were mad about, but I think if you know now, like how the trilogy went and everything. Yeah. In context, more, like in context now, it makes more sense. Full, it makes more sense. I think that they were trying, she's like, probably the most powerful force user. If Palpatine was naturally gifted with the force from a very early age, uh-huh. they've, they've shown that in, you know, novel works and stuff like that. And, and I could understand, you know, like I'll, I'll be like, all right, bloodlines, you know, that can, that can help and stuff. But again, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think it was a I think it was a cop out play for that ending that that we got, especially when fucking Kylo fucking does it to bring her back to life, and he dies because you know transfers his life force into but her. But he becomes and... one with the force there. You see yeah. that happen. It's the same thing that happens to Yoda and yeah um, Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was I was but, okay with that. Um, I'm. Like the last, like the after the ending battle, the last what ten minutes after that happened, mm-hmm. like her going to Tatooine and yeah, burying the lightsabers. I, I like that. I like that. I I thought that was poetic. Yeah, and I enjoyed the dual sunset. Yeah, um, I thought I really liked this movie. And yeah, where it started I started and all that a sucker for that sort of stuff, just like throwbacks. <laughs> And, and like kind of homages to like the original like that, that's something like you're always gonna like I, I, win points i hear your complaints for, for sure mitch i hear your complaints for sure but i think i think like if you go into it knowing like one they have to wrap up a whole saga and a, and a trilogy and they have to right the wrongs of what happened in the last episode, especially the last episode. Well, then it's, I think it's a really good movie because it had to fix so much in two and two hours and like 25 minutes of runtime. Mm-hmm. So that's, why I-, I still think it's a <laughs> shitty fucking movie. <laughs> like, like, okay. So that scene where they're, uh, they took that one dead dude ship after they after Ray thinks she fucking blew up Chewie, and they're hiding in those asteroids, right? They decide where they gotta go, and they fucking hop off the asteroid and fly away. Fucking homage to Millennium Falcon Ingo. hiding from the Empire, and then you know Boba Fett is you know follows uh, the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. in Slave One. Okay, 
I understand why Boba Fett didn't kill them. They wanted Han Solo alive. He's a bounty hunter. That's his job. Now, from what we can guess, it's the Knights of Ren who are on that asteroid and followed them, right? That's the only people I could imagine it being. Now, if their goal was to kill Ray and all their, you know, all their, their boys, all her boys. Palpatine okay. So, so what is Kylo Ren to bring her to him? And and their goal is to capture her, yes. right? Not okay. So they're following them to this fucking city, this this fucking empire controlled city. Why wouldn't they be able to one fucking just radio down to the uh, you know ground troops? Be like, yo, this ship's about to land. Fucking capture these sons of bitches right here and there. Why wouldn't they just land with them? Hop out and fucking. Start throwing hands. I think the Knights of Ren were a very underused asset that they could have had. Well, to like, I think what you're seeing with this movie is <laughs> this is what J.J. Abrams wanted to do. And I think he would have used them more if it wasn't for Ryan Johnson. Like if J.J. Abrams just stuck with the whole series, you would have gotten what you're asking for. But this is him using his material from Seven. Yeah, this not, I I not, think this it's still a fucking bad movie. movie. To get the Knights of Ren uh, proper like viewing and usage. I agree they were underused, but that's because of having to right the wrongs of, in my opinion, the worst Star Wars movie, which is Episode Eight. I hate fucking both of them, eight and nine. I think they're full, both fucking trash. You garbage, son. Get out okay, of here. Well, I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree with you, Mitch. So in in the uh, – we'll give – how about we? everybody gives their uh, rankings from uh, from the best to the worst. Oh, my God. So I will start out in my personal – this is my personal list. I will go – Episode five. Okay. Episode four. Okay. Episode six. Okay. Episode three. Okay. Episode seven. Mm. Ooh. Episode two. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Episode one is ahead mm-hmm. of episode two. Um, nine, I'm not sure yet. It's in between being behind seven and ahead of one, or behind one, so... Nine, I'm not sure. So after episode one, it goes episode two, and then at the very last is episode eight. Okay, that's fair. If you want me solo in a Star Wars story, put solo ahead of two and um, Rogue One ahead of. Seven. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to preface this a little bit. So to me, the prequels hold such a special place in my heart because you're fun. This is your personal. They, 
Like those are the ones that I grew. I mean, like I grew up as a like, as a child. I watched, you know, four, five, I six think. before like. You went to the big screen well, I, to see yeah, one, two, and theaters. three. Like, I remember waiting in the rain in line with my mom in May of 2005, waiting for Revenge of the Sith to come out. Like I, it's you know for like the midnight premiere. Like I remember that, and so I don't know. Like I would say probably. I, I, I'm gonna. Like, kind of like floating back and forth between like first and second is probably Render the Sith and Empire Strikes Back. Like, those just kind of like, you know, alternate just like depending on my mood, which one I like more. And then I would say after that, probably four, six, two. One. Well, yeah, two, one, and then seven, nine, eight. But again, or like again, like something that's out of nowhere. I I have been pretty confident in saying that my very favorite Star Wars movie of all time is Rogue One. I love Rogue One so much; it's so good. I recently rewatched that. That's a I love movie. it because it's for you know a lot of reasons. One, like, well, it's just awesome. But like the Darth Vader scene at the end, I just can't. I it, it's like the culmination of like everything I've ever wanted as a Star Wars fan. It's because like you grow up and Darth Vader is like you know, or like to me, like I grow up and I watch the original trilogy, right? And Darth Vader is like this big badass, you know, just the yeah, ultimate right? evil. And then the prequels come out. And like, I remember like thinking to myself, like the whole time I was watching the prequels is like the Jedi are just like, so they just seem like so much more powerful in the prequels than like any of them do in the original trilogy. And that was just like a, a product of like the time they were made. Right. Like they had the technology to like have the actors yeah. doing crazy flips. And like, they were training them to do like all this like wild lightsaber stuff. And like, it always, I always felt like this emptiness, like just because of the time the original trilogy was made at, we like never got to see Darth Vader, like fuck up as much shit as he could until that scene in Rogue One. And then he just, just brutally massacres. Deflecting bolts, fucking chokes a man, slams him into a ceiling. Every time I watch it, like it just, I'm so happy. Like I, I shouldn't be that happy to watch rebels die, but like, they are rebel scum and they deserve to die and that's how they should die. Yeah. They fucking earned that. I love <laughs> so much. Uh, <coughs> uh, Big Tuna? So, so for me, I always liked Return of the Jedi the yeah. best. And that's that's number one for me. And when I was a kid, you know, it, it was always like, oh, it's because Luke comes back after, you know, he loses his hand and stuff. And then, you know, then you grow up and, and you realize, no, it's about Anakin coming yeah. back not and, and Darth Vader dying. And it, it's I've always just loved it the most. So for me, the it goes six, five, three, four, two, one, 
seven, and then eight and nine are just fucking bottom tier trash. <laughs> fucking, as far as I'm concerned, fuck both of those movies. <laughs> and then I, I think, uh, I think like Solo and Rogue One are in their own category because you know it's it's not the main cast. But if I am putting them in there, I would have to say that they're uh, that Rogue One comes uh, before Episode Four. And then uh, Solo is bef- is after episode four. I really like Solo, but, you know, the way it ended and how it kind of left us on like a cliffhanger and didn't really go anywhere after well, that kind of. So the thing was they were going to make more Solo movies, but because. Y- yeah, the Solo boycott and all that. About episode eight and they didn't get a ton of people going to watch it. They were like, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I and I understand that, and I can't, you know, fault them in like for that because they had set it up, and if they had set it up and actually, you know, carried on and made more, it probably would rank higher. But it did leave me with that yeah. empty, like, well, come on, you know, don't don't just touch it, you know, put it in your mouth, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, you know, they got they got me all hyped up and ready to see Darth Maul fuck shit up again, and. Then they just took it from me. Watch you know, they gave me a nice big old kiss and sent me on my way. Um, so, if you, if somebody came up to you and asked you, why should I watch Star Wars? What would your argument be? Are they arguing to not Star Wars or are they just like asking why I should? asking why should so for me this is my argument one it's got everything you like you like romance it's got it you like political drama we got space titties we got laser swords we got blasters oh yeah we got space fights ship battles fucking sassy fucking era mcgregor that's that's like hello on its own right there Hello there. Fuck. I say that whenever I say hello there, it fucking comes out just the way he says oh, it. Man. Like I it's a habit. Well, that's a great habit to have. For damn that's sure. how you come here, little one. Don't be afraid. <laughs> that's how you know you have a true friend is if someone says General Kenobi in, in response. response. Yeah. To hello there. <clears throat> um You are a bone. So, and then it's also one other argument. If you like the story of America, you'll love four, five, and six. <laughs> yeah. Because, because yeah. It's, literally, it's literally the U.S. kicking the British's ass in space. Yep. So, for me, my argument is like, it's a classic, you know, like, are you doing this? Are you not watching it? Because, like, you, you just want to be that guy. Like yeah. it's like saying you yeah. didn't watch Lord of the Rings or fucking Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> like you know, like everybody's yeah. fucking seen it. Why are you being this fucking dude? But yeah. if we're not gonna fucking you know argue that because that can you know, yeah, run itself in circles. The person's character, which if someone yeah. hasn't seen Star Wars, that's where <laughs> I automatically go to. Like, well, you're yeah, just a like, shitty person. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like that's, that's but anyways, the America thing. I like to I like but, to fit out there. Yeah. Like so you don't like. But anyway, you know, you, you, you fucking commie, you fucking commie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, easy with the c word, man. 
my bad. <laughs> but uh, you know, you you can tell them like, hey, this is a it's a great story. It's a it's a classic. It's the classic hero's journey. Yes. You know, you have you have Luke, the fucking the, your hero. All right, we got Luke. Luke comes in, and it's and it's the tale as old as time. He has a he he meets his wise advisor, Obi Wan Kenobi. After you know, getting the droids, goes back home to find his home burned out, and his aunt and uncle, basically his parents, murdered. Just well, the tragic skeleton, the tragedy right. has struck. So now they have to go and uh, you know move on. But before all this, he's given you know, the, uh, the, the gift from the gods, the lightsaber, mm-hmm. the ancient weapon that for, that holds his prophecy. They enter the bar scene, that classic do, 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 in the background starts playing. They meet, they meet the experienced adventurers who have done this sort of thing before. Enter Han and Chewie, the dynamic duo of destruction. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can, you, how can you watch a movie with Harrison Ford and not be entertained? I that's ask you. big facts. Lit- literally, the first episode, um, or um, A New Hope, and the first Harry Potter, same, same, but different, but still same, same. Yeah, exactly. So, now, you've got the two experienced travels. They go on their way. Well, they're on their epic grand journey, literally through space. It is space travel, dog. They fly in. Luke's training with his lightsaber. Obi-Wan's preaching, you know, some go- holy gospel. You're seeing the fun between Chewie and the droids. Something about ripping grown men's arms off. <laughs> now, enter the Death Star. Oh, shaking in me boots. Okay, you got the evil, almighty Darth Vader. You think he's the villain. Oh, no, you haven't even seen the real villain yet. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even entered the scene. Oh, man, that's just the build-up man. That's the hype man for the Emperor. You know, he's out there flexing on like what what you doing all right all of a sudden we're getting pulled in tractor beams something about disabling those and you know saving a princess we've got the 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 you know the comedy hey can you guys come up here and help us out funk knocks them out takes their you know their gear it's it's a classic tale it is literally it is the hero's journey there is nothing that anybody wants to see more than the good guys prevail and the bad guys lose. Then you've got what every opposite person of that, someone like me, would love to see. Empire Strikes Back. They literally just come back and be like, oh, you you want to fuck around and find out? Let's fuck <laughs> around and find out, boy. And they <laughs> fuck the rebels up fucking good yeah. and proper. And they, it ain't no joke. You know, this, they're like, oh, you think this is a game? They come. We meet the emperor. Holy shit. Real old dude. Kind of small. Walks like a hermit. I don't know why he's bad, but he is. You can tell it in his voice. Now, yeah, now we fucking move on. Luke's losing his hand, fucking stuck in some swamp. Boba Fett enters the scene, badass bounty hunter with no, no talking. It's all game. No talking. No disintegrations either because we got to flex. Well, the you know, Empire now, oh, now, you know, we've seen the good guys win. We've seen the bad guys win. All right. We need a conclusion to this story. Okay. You want a conclusion? We got many Chewbacca's cute, cuddly things for the kids. Mm. Those are awesome. Guerrilla warfare on a literal jungle planet. Okay. Mm. Pretty scary. 
Luke and Leia, sisters, they kissed a couple of times. That's a little weird. Uh, another lightsaber fight between, you know, green lightsaber Luke and red Darth Vader still. Something about the high ground and how Obi-Wan has trained him well. I think it's a classic <laughs> oh. tale that just, you know, it lends its, it, it tells itself. It sells itself, dog. We got space bitches. We, we got space battles and laser guns. What more yep. can you ask for? We even there got is, space dust, dog. We got, we got space drugs. Want to buy some Nestex? Oh, Fuck. classic. It's, it, it sells itself. I agree. It does. And it's fucking cheesy as shit, and that's fucking hilarious. It is. Oh, it's that it's is, cheesy uh, in all the right ways, for sure. It, it, it is that extra little bit of fucking cheese that they fucking throw into that burrito for you, man. Mm-hmm. That is uh, one of the greatest recaps of the original trilogy that I've heard in the span of five <laughs> So, bravo, sir. Bravo. Uh, <laughs> Uh, have you either of you gentlemen played uh, um, the new Star Wars Fallen Jedi or Jedi the Fallen Order? I'm not. I haven't either because I can't support the whole like uh, Disney fucking up Star Wars games. Well, it's mostly EA. I've heard it. I've heard it's uh, a bit mediocre. Um, if you like Star Wars, like a mediocre in what way? It's, you know, it's just a, your average, you know, hack and slash no style game. No, um, it's like Dark Souls, but easier. See, but I don't want easier. Well, it depends on the, the hardest difficulty is very hard. That's probably like Dark Souls okay. medium or hard. Okay. Um, but it also takes from Uncharted a little bit. Um, just games. I've seen their hardcore parkour stuff. Yeah, hardcore it's fun. parkour. <laughs> I think it's really fun, and I really enjoy the story. Um, it's one of it's been it's probably EA's best Star Wars game that they've made since they got this new deal. For sure. Um. I am looking forward to the new Lego Star Wars game. And Oh, are they coming out with another one of those? Yeah, it's going to be all nine movies. Oh, shit. So, yeah. I'm definitely buying that. I don't care if it's for ten-year-olds. I'm a ten-year-old. Yep. Lego Star Wars is the way to go, man. Agreed. Dude, Yoda's death yell in those games? Hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) it's like fucking Gastonator but yeah is there any Star Wars games you gentlemen would like to see like is there a specific thing you would like to see oh man Republic Commandos 2 I get on board with that I would like to see like an FPS centered around like like a true like story driven FPS centered around the 501st in the Clone Wars. Like Yeah, that would be fucking dope. Like you play as Rex or play as fives or like I don't give a shit. You play as all of them. I, I don't care. Just like I mean 
something similar. I mean, it could even be something similar like like Halo Reach, where you like kind of like create your own character, but you're in this like elite, this elite squad. Like I, I would love that. You just like get to like explore more of their lore. Like I mean, like that's like the Five Hundred First is like one of my very favorite groups in all of Star Wars. I love them so much. And so I would love to see that explored more. (laughs) Um, I would like to see uh, like think like almost like a Assassin's Creed open world. Okay. With like uncharted story writing all right yeah i could see it so like i i don't care what it is but as long as like i can go around even if i don't get to be a jedi i don't care like just let me go let me hop around let me walk around coruscant at least a little bit you know what i mean yeah let me just a little bit sir (laughs) Like, just, yeah, just for the sake of exploring the universe more. Yeah. Have you guys ever played Star Wars Bounty Hunter? No, I haven't. Dude, that game is so fun. It's uh, it was probably Xbox, original Xbox, maybe Xbox 360, very beginning. You're Django fed in it, right? Yes. Or are you? And you learn how he becomes basically how he gets to be the clone, um, template. Yeah. It's pretty the the progenitor. I, I highly recommend to any big Star Wars fan out there. Definitely go play that. See, I would think if if I were to have a Star Wars game, I would want something, you know, third person Gears of War style or even first person. Uh, you know, think think Far Cry. Mm. Uh, That's but fun. like. You you can you can be like a bounty hunter, you know, or just some mercenary, something like that. And it could be during a time period of like you know old Republic where there is the Sith and there is the Jedi, or even like uh, you know post Empire or even during the Empire. Shit, I I don't care. Oh. But like you can you can choose who you work with, and it can you know swayed how the how the story molds itself. You know, you can choose to work with the bad guys and just fucking, you know, go out taking hits and killing people or, you know, bringing in bounties. Or you could you could do like work for like rebel groups and help with like sabotage and, you know, destruction of like enemy bases and or bunkers or whatever. I'm fine with that. I just I think that would be pretty fucking cool. The main thing is I want to be able to explore like even if it's just parts of planets, like even you're like, you can't go outside these areas. Yeah. But I like get to explore a good portion of whatever planet. Like, I don't care. Let me do it. That's all I want. Let me run around the underground and make it like, and don't like make it like all deserted ass planets where you don't, you only run into enemies. Like I want to see, yeah, I want to see other aliens walking around and, you know, watch what they do. That's what they're kind of the assassin. Talk with Quaylex. 
comes in for me. Like there's open world, actual bustling also... cities. Yeah, and then there's yeah. cities. Um, but besides that, um, that's really all I want to see Star Wars game wise. Um, moving on, um, I have you both seen all eight episodes of The Mandalorian? Correct. Oh, absolutely, I have. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, it's giving me hope that we're gonna have a bunch of good Star Wars shows. Yeah. <laughs> And I well, I hear they're doing a series. Oh, yeah. Yes, they're doing an Obi-Wan series. Um, they should be releasing Clone Wars, the last season, season seven this um, year. Oh, I'm so excited. So I'm excited for that. That'll be fucking nice. But let's talk about The Mandalorian for a little bit. Like, my God, what a great series. Like, it's John so Favreau is so good. He's so smart. Like, Literally, he launched pretty much the MCU with how well Iron Man did. Yep. Made Elf. Oh yeah. He's the he's an instant Christmas movie classic. Yeah, Elf. And, I always forget. Yeah, like if you look at what John Favreau's done, he's done amazing things. Like yeah. most people were like, "Oh, that one guy in Iron Man and in Spider Man." <laughs> like oh. he's really good. I love I loved how he shows up. And he takes out those two guys, and you're like, "Oh, good for him!" And then, just what a badass! Can I bring you in warm? I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Fuck yeah! Yeah, they they just God. The moment he said that, well, honestly, it was the moment where he fucking you know wings from the hip like a fucking classic, cat, shoots the door and closes it on that dude, and you know cuts him in half. I was like, "Well, this is the show for me." <laughs> fucking says that i was like jesus christ it's fucking clinty jason born <laughs> jason born how the how the fuck do they come up with a fucking line like that just like one of the first things he says i could yeah. bring you in warm Dude, or john i can bring- i'm telling you john favreau it's amazing yeah that, that was some that was some fucking deadly shit right there I love that he hates droids. Oh, yeah. It's nice to have a character with like a quirk like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It gives him some actual love, personality. I also love that not everybody understands what the Force is. Like, because if you look at Star Wars, like, it's all been like kind of like the Force, especially one through six, it's kind of like in your face. Yeah. Devin, they kind of allude to it. Like, with uh, Han Solo, like the Jedi, the Force, it's all real, all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um. So there's that's. I enjoy that they're like he's like what is going on? I don't know. Well, when the Empire took over, they destroyed all things Jedi. You know, they like erased yeah. them from history. Yeah. So you know, people growing up. Not knowing what, especially on like an outer rim planet, like where the Mandalorians would have been, mm-hmm. you know, training him. <laughs> it makes sense that they wouldn't. And you, you, you look back through like human history. What, what do all things, you know, like allude to when, when you're telling a story, you know, you're telling a story or 
when the armor uh, says, you know, we used to sing songs about, you know, these Jedi that we fought against. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's how they would have remembered them. Cause you can't, you know, destroy a song cause they just sing about it. For sure. And uh, so, but it's like, you know, things get lost with time. So not having a, an even knowledge of what a Jedi is or what it, you know, has ha- the, the role they've had in, the galaxy it's really nice to to have that ignorance be there yeah i i'm enjoying i enjoyed the fact that they had some like dirty ass stormtroopers yes it's like five years it's like five to seven years after the fall of the empire pretty much i thought it was like 10 i think it's five to seven or something like that i could okay. it could be 10. yeah those dirty ass stormtroopers dude <laughs> fucking <laughs> musty bro Endor blows up and like well I hope I get to EAS. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Those dirty motherfuckers, man. Oh, that shit's hilarious. Um, I like, uh, I liked Quill. He was cool. Yes. Shame to see him go. Yep, I agree. I have spoken. Um, yep. There's a lot of great one-liners, dude. I was thinking. God, about- that fucking shock trooper. Mm-hmm. She a fucking bad one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, um, yeah. She fucking... She fucking mean, dog. <laughs> Carrying that fucking MG. Yep. Like, it's like nothing. It's nothing, dude. Um, this is acceptable. Then we got the, fucking... The IG droid. Dude, <laughs> I... Oh, dude, we got to fucking have a day for that, man. So that fucking guy. Literally, a... He literally overcame the high ground. Uh, he did. Yeah. Dude, how, how that fucking thermal detonator just fucking takes out all those motherfuckers. Dude, that was <laughs> so. Just a G, just like wades through the lava like it's nothing. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Was anybody a little unsettled on that R2 unit that fucking stood up? (laughs) Was that just me? That made me extremely uncomfortable when he did that. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. That little. Like. That was weird. That made me extremely uncomfortable. I was like, ooh, you shouldn't do that. It was just like 40 years (laughs) of seeing that body move one way, and all of a sudden, like, it just. It was like my whole understanding. I feel like physics like broke for that to happen. Yeah. Well, that that one really hurt my soul when I saw <laughs> that. Um, that was hilarious. That was great. I um, Baby Yoda's just a cute son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm like, um, I mean that's no. more mean potential Hands there down. than anything. Not to be overly dramatic or anything, but I would fucking die for him oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> In a heartbeat, bro. Easy. It's easy. That's an easy answer. Yeah. Um, if I, I had the choice, if I had the choice between saving Baby Yoda or my wife, I would pick Baby Yoda, and I think she would be. <laughs> I think she would be okay with me saying. Actually, I know she would be okay with me saying that. So. <laughs> um, what a good woman. Because she would pick him <laughs> over me too. So like. And as Understandably, I her, as I would expect her to. So, I agree. That's a reasonable answer. Yep. Um, 
just the appearance of Bill Burr and in Star Wars. Dude, so I, okay, that I couldn't that take that fucking episode seriously. Oh. Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie, I couldn't take that episode seriously because all I could think about is how many times I've heard Bill Burr just like rip on nerds yeah. about like Star Wars and shit. So I'm just sitting there laughing at the fact that here he is again. <laughs> what is this thing? Is it some kind of pet? <laughs> I think. Like, I think as soon as he came on screen, I think those were like really the first words out of my mouth, like word for word was, well, I never thought I'd see Bill Burr in Star Wars, but here we are. Like, that fucking Bill Burr? Yeah. <laughs> Holy That's shit. what came out of mine. Fucking that fucking Bill, Bill Burr? Holy shit. Yeah, what a while. Um, like, what a time to be alive. What a time. You know what that means, right? That what? means there's a space Boston. Yeah, I'm okay yes, with the space Boston. I want to go there. Yeah, because if there's uh, a space Boston, that straight up means there's probably some Twi'lek looking at some <laughs> other guy going, "You dead ass, this? Are you dead ass about this?" I'm cool with that. Um, where do you think they're gonna take it into season two? Because they kind of left it. Like, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, did he mean like he has to? watch him until he finds basically Luke or does he have to watch him until he's old enough and is he part of is that his baby well, gonna she be implied in she implied that he has to watch him and mm. he's able to start training him and actually take him in as a foundling you know and and make him a Mandalorian or he's gonna have to find like if he's you know while he's coming of age he should be looking for its family, you know, yeah. or species. That's what I, that's what but, I got to. Like, but, I think we might get the, but my guess, the, the species name of Yoda. My guess though, is that he'll probably find some other force users because there's, you know, still fucking probably thousands of them out there. He'll find some other force users and be like, you can do the same thing. This little shit can do. Here you go. Um. <laughs> So I I think the Empire wants him because they want to clone him and bring back the Empire. I think that's, that's the only trying- it's the only logical thing I could fucking get out of it. Yeah. I also one thing I'm excited to see is the uh, like I was not expecting that at the end the the like the, the dark saber with yeah like Moff Gideon or whatever his name was I was yeah. Like, pretty jazzed about that like oh yeah i was, mm. I was pretty stoked and i was i because I, w- I was not expecting it so and like it makes sense because like he says something about how oh he was there during he the, was on mandalore he was on during mandalore the, during the great purge. purge so like it makes sense but yeah it was nice to see that and you know IRL. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I'm hoping uh um well so if you watch Rebels you kind of know what happens. So I'm wondering how he gets the dark saber. So that's my that's would be my only motivation to for you guys to go watch. Rebels. Yeah, I guess because when I don't I don't know when the purge is like um 
timeline wise. Like, I, I, I don't of, exactly know. It's like a little bit before a new hope, I think. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll learn exactly what it is. Yeah. But from what I'm like piecing stuff together. Okay. Yeah. They, because so I'm going to spoil a thing for you here. Mm-hmm. Um, they created a weapon that specific, the empire did specifically targeted Beskar steel, mm. but not stormtrooper armor. And it would like fry. Oh, I dude. Okay. Like I said, I've seen like four episodes of rebels. That's one of the ones I've seen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So where it just like disintegrates them. Yeah, probably like it cooks them. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that one. I also know that like Sabine, I know that she has the dark saber at some point during Rebels. Like, well, she, I know. do you remember what's her face was the uh, sister of um, Obi Wan Kenobi's chick that he liked? I forget her name. Mm. Why Duchess Satine was who he liked. Duchess Satine's sister. Do you remember her? She was uh, part of Death War. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She had it last time you see it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be really curious to see. And how, I wonder why it all unfolds. And that, that's what was another thing. I was like, why are the Mandalorians hiding on this planet, and why is it just these guys? So, my guess for that is. Uh, because, you know, obviously the Empire still used bounty hunters. And, uh, you know, so they didn't really, like, you know, look two ways on who they were hiring because they just needed to get a job done. And the reason they would have invaded uh, Mandalore was would have been for the Beskar Steel because, you know, you're running an Empire, you're yeah. going to need resources. Oh, yeah. Which is why they took the Wookiee homeworld was for all the, all the wood and the slaves, mm-hmm. you know. So if they would have taken Mandalore, one, it's a it's a big ass fucking flex. Like we just took the Mandalorian homeworld and they couldn't do a fucking thing. Then you have this incredibly strong steel that they're that they can now start to mine to use for armor, for like ships or, you know, what what not that they want to use it for. Currency as well. There's that. So now you have. Well, I mean, I think they're using it as currency because of how rare it is on that planet. But, uh, you know, Imperial imperial credits were there, you know, were the currency. But so so they they take it. But, you know, the Mandalorians, they were still probably, you know, they, they had to leave to preserve themselves, but they still had to make money to be able to survive. So I'm sure they, you know, still worked with the Empire here and there. Because, you know, a, a job's a job. You know, the guild doesn't ask questions. They take the job. They do it. and You know, they, it goes to the tribe. So I'm sure a lot of people knew that Mandalorians were, one, working with the Empire. And, you know, now people really don't fucking like the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Empire is gone. So having all the Mandalorians, you know, out and about would, you know, kind of hinder the whole, like, we need to, you know, stay hidden to be able to survive because if everyone knows where we are, they're going to track us down and fucking kill us. Like, you know, I'm sure the New Republic doesn't like Mandalorians either. The, You know, Mandalorians even from the Old Republic and 
and the Republic then, they never got along. So them staying in hiding is probably what's best for everyone, you know? That way they're not out and about being hunted down, but they can still go out one at a time to be able to still meet and still have a show of force, even though it's just one guy. <coughs> yeah. Well, um, I want to thank you both for coming on and talking Star Wars with me. Um, I oh, anytime. Can, yeah, of I course, can, man. I hope we can both, uh, all of us can do it again um, at some point, because there's always more Star Wars to talk, in my opinion. Um, it's fucking endless. So, yeah. Thanks, oh, yeah. you guys. Yeah, anytime. Of course. Man. Anytime. All right. Thanks, boys. Yep. See you later, bud. Adios. Bye. Bye.